0: roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland. Uh, emergency, I guess, now that we know that Deshaun Watson is out for at least 11 games. No, he's out for 11 games. Five million dollars. I guess I could say at least because there's still some uh, some protocol. He's got to make sure that he clears before he's allowed to come back after that. So uh, that is truthful. So, you know, we're in the situation with, with Deshaun Watson and we're trying to figure out uh, you know what's next for the Browns because we do know that Jacoby Brissett will be the starting quarterback week one and he'll be there for a while I want to go back to the press conference now and you know I'm sure Daryl because I, I mean I've been out there I listened today I'm sure there are criticisms of the media I'm sure there are criticisms of Deshaun and Jimmy and D. Haslam and Andrew Barry so walk me behind the scenes of what we really learned and what might've been bothering listeners or folks that were chiming in, uh, for the way the media responded to what happened today.
2: Well, a little timeline for you. First of all, we got the statements from the Browns, the uh, Jimmy and D Haslam and Deshaun Watson before the NFL actually uh, sent out the official announcement of the discipline that came and this was rapid fire. And then, Hey, everyone's going to be available outside in five minutes. Um, so after that all happens first up is Deshaun, And so keep in mind that Jimmy and D Haslam have been inaccessible to us since I want to say the introductory press conference we have. And that wasn't even an introductory press conference. They were in another country on zoom for 10 minutes. Okay. Right. And, um, and Deshaun hadn't talked since minicamp. And a lot of stuff had happened. And the again, going back to Sue Robinson's report, which was really damning concerning the allegations against Deshaun, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. Especially about some of the language that she used in that report, because that language, I don't want to say it's another layer of accusations, but like when a term like predatory gets put out there, or she puts in her report that it is very clear to her, not like it's not a fact in dispute to her that he was luring these women using a professional. Uh, purpose in order to elicit a sexual encounter that's a that's an incredibly strong accusation um again i go back to what i said earlier about the the sexual assault aspect of it again that is a very strong accusation to make against somebody and she's a formal federal judge so that's why it carries weight this isn't an opinion that's coming from me or you or 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 one of our listeners like this was 16 pages written by a federal judge here or a former federal judge, I should say. So it, it carries some weight. And so the contents of that report have never been addressed by anybody, not by the organization, not by Deshaun Watson. So yeah, that stuff, while old news to fans, because that report came out August 1st, which is almost three weeks ago, uh, you know, 17, 18 uh, days earlier. While that might be old news to fans, we never had the opportunity to address that with anybody. So needed to address it with Deshaun. Needed to address the contents with Andrew Barry and Jimmy and Dee Haslam. Absol- We're not doing our jobs if we don't ask about that stuff because, again, it just it's another layer of... Uh, for lack of a better term accusations on top of what we already knew, you know, knew he was accused of. So it was important to make sure that some of that stuff gets flushed out. And then, and then the other part of this, all right, what are you doing going forward? How do you make sure this never happens again, or that he's never in a situation where this potentially could happen again? How do you put him in? How do you, how do you ensure that he can't be accused of anything like this again? That's the better way to phrase it, right? Make right. sure that there's under under no circumstances will another will a massage therapist in in Cleveland uh, accuse Deshaun Watson of any impropriety. What are you going to do organizationally to protect Deshaun and to protect uh, uh, the therapist? Right, right. That those questions have to be asked. We're not doing our jobs if we don't ask those questions. First of all, not fun to ask. You think I wanted to stand in front of Deshaun Watson and say, Hey, how's it feel to have a former federal judge and the commissioner of the National Football League refer to you as a predator? You think I really, truly enjoyed asking that question to Deshaun Watson today? I was just as uncomfortable asking that question as I'm sure Deshaun was hearing it and answering it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, this we don't go into these things looking to get our kicks. That's not how this works, but there was very, you know. These accusations that were levied in in civil court were serious. Uh, All but one have been resolved. The discipline now has been resolved. Um, So that's kind of just the thinking behind some of these questions that fans, I I think some fans get uh, frustrated with the media and and feel like we're just out to get people and make people. Look, Jimmy Haslam had a great monologue today about second chances. We gave Kareem Hunt. A second chance, that's worked out really well. We're confident it's going to work for Deshaun. You know, what's this guy supposed to do? Crawl in a hole, never be seen again type of a a theme to it. I I thought that was pretty good. Um, Them saying that they would not uh, do anything different. Again, like the organization has been – has had mud thrown in it for the past – well, since March, since this trade, right? Right. Everyone's talking about just how terrible the Cleveland Browns are for – Uh, not only making a trade for this guy, but throwing $230 million at him. So, yeah, Reliquid, would you do this again? Is this worth it to you, all this grief you're taking? The answer we got today, absolutely we do it again. And, yes, it is because we believe Deshaun Watson's a great player. Again, Jimmy Haslam saying the quiet part out loud. He's a really good player, and so it's worth taking the chance that this is never going to happen again. So that is why some of these questions got asked today. And then uh, I, I give uh, Bailey Burmaster from channel 19, a lot of credit. She, I tried getting in my question to them about, Hey, how are you guys going to make sure this doesn't happen again or cannot happen again? And she was able to get it in a, a couple of questions down the line about, all right, what are you doing? Is it going to be, a, you know, or is he getting male or female masseuses, Is the team controlling this thing, whatever. Now, Andrew Barry didn't want to really comment on specifics about that kind of stuff. But again, these questions have to be asked. We are not there as fans. We are not there to take pictures with players. We are not there to shake hands and dap up with players and hug them and high five them and get their autographs and take selfies and all this kind of stuff. It is a very professional environment. And, you know, I I admit Sometimes I fail. I try and be as respectful as possible when asking difficult questions. I don't ask questions to be a jerk or to make myself a story or the the star of the show. But I I ask questions I feel that are relevant, that are fair, and absolutely have to be addressed. And I think because everybody was available within the span of a half hour, well, I mean, and by the way, going to be my only shot. I don't think we're going to talk to Deshaun Watson for a long time. And we probably aren't going to hear from the Haslams for a long time. And I know we're not going to hear from Andrew Barry anytime soon. So that's the other thing. We get like very limited availability with these folks, too, regarding so- this situation.
1: Yeah, just talking about availability with them, too. Like, I don't know that, you know, I, I kind of like Randy Lerner for the simple fact that he just spent money and never talked. And I didn't have a problem with that because I knew that's what right. we were getting, right? Whereas um,
2: Art Modell, we used to in the golf cart. He never saw a reporter. Never stopped talking. That. Yeah, he yeah. never saw a reporter he didn't want to talk to.
1: I, I Don't you think you'd expect Andrew Barry after the final cuts? He's going to have to talk there.
2: Uh, I don't know. Uh, sometimes uh, maybe we'll get statements or whatever, depending if there's someone significant.
1: Are, I, I, I'll uh, be that honest. I, I don't know. That always happen. I, I was a little surprised that they all spoke today I, I, at first. I was, I'll be honest with you. The <clears throat> one
2: criticism that I do have is that they had the Haslam's and Andrew Barry speak at the same time. I did not like that. I wanted them separate. I wanted to go with the Haslam's. And, and I mean that respectfully, I'm not, you know what I'm saying, right?
1: I, right. I, I
2: wanted, uh, an opportunity to visit with the Haslam's and then a separate, uh, having, uh, Andrew Barry up there. Um, that, that was the one criticism that I had of how the Browns hand, but I get it from a PR standpoint. They only wanted those guys up there for 15 minutes. They wanted to, you know, basically take their beating from the media, right? Field, fielding the questions and whatever, and get out of there as quickly as possible. And and I understand and I respect that, but just from my standpoint, because you're limited, because the question that I that I have for Jimmy is probably a similar question I have for Andrew, or you, you see what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, that, that's probably the last time we are going to hear from folks for a long, long time. So uh, I think that just collectively. I think we did a pretty good job getting everything in that we needed to, because we also like we had to ask football questions too in there, right? With Andrew Barry. Hey, like not the forum, totally not the forum to talk about Jacoby Brissett, But the reason those questions got asked is because we know, or we don't know, I should say, when the hell the next time we get to talk to Andrew Berry is going to be. So we got to get that in today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And, and, it, and, that, and that's kind of part of the process too. So hopefully that, Uh, You know, that explanation, I'm not expecting it to satisfy, you know, uh, any fans that, you know, thought that I was out to get Jimmy and D Haslam or Andrew or Deshaun or whatever. I was a jerk for asking the questions that I was, but just trying to explain a little bit of how and why the job gets done the way it does.
1: Let me let me ask you this just and then we'll. I want to move forward here in a moment, too, with with the football part of it. And I ask this of every national writer we have on the show we're in a bubble like I don't think the rest of the world is looking at this and I it hit me while I was driving home today listening the afternoon show like as far as the case is concerned is I I think I'm just more like I know what the facts are I know what I think right I don't know that that matters in some in some aspects and you know what my morals are I don't expect anyone else to have the same morals or the same thoughts so I, I try to separate from a lot of that stuff um but I did think there was one really interesting point that they made on the afternoon show. was like, I keep thinking about how the league looks because the league is going to be here a lot longer than Deshaun Watson.
2: 100%.
1: And, you know, I kept thinking, you know, as far as the commissioner was concerned and the commissioner's role in this and what he had been saying and where we are and, you know, uh, decisions that have been made along the way to get us to where the point we are. And I keep thinking, I'm sitting in Cleveland and what I think is got to be different than someone who would have the same exact job as me if I was sitting in San Diego or if I was sitting in Kansas City or if I was sitting in Denver or somewhere else, because there's a bubble to this story that protects us uh, because of our background with the Browns. I think that's the, the fair way to say it, whether you want to say you grew up a Browns fan or whatever or just, you know, I, I think that all went away when they said when I first time I walked in a press box and it said no cheering in the press box. And it really I mean for all those parents out there they're like oh I want my kid to be a sportscaster. I got to tell you it sucks the life out of you. When it comes to that <laughs> as far because you're taking something that you love as entertainment and well, joy point. and pride and then and this is what you're saying about what you know where you are and trying to ask some of those tough questions.
2: Well I, I mean look to your point I'm the worst person to go to a ball game with because I just sit there. Yeah. I do. I just sit No, there. I, I get it. I am too. I, you know everyone's up you know I'm just like
1: Oh. I'm more worried about the pitch clock, or I'm yeah. more worried about you know hey, did, is the, the lineup I'm right?
2: I'm like, Yeah, I'm I'm a terrible guy to go to 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 go to a ball game with because there's just a a different decorum.
1: That, Try um, watching a newscast with me. Nobody in my family will. Oh, <laughs> did you see that bad edit? Oh, but, that was horrible. Oh, um, that was good. Yeah, and people used to do that to me too. But
2: yeah, they're, I understand what you're saying about you know the bubble and you know we're I mean book I mean the Browns are just non-stop drama it just it, it doesn't matter uh, what it is they since 1999 for better or for worse the good the bad the other 94 I mean it right. has it, it really has been non-stop drama and unfortunately the team or I should say the franchise rather tends to make more headlines off the field than they do on it you know the on the and and Part of, I think, the reason why the Haslams are willing to set morals aside, to your point, right? I mean, we can't right. expect everyone to share the same morals. Yes, there, there are some people there. Are, I look, I know for a fact there are some people out there that have absolutely no issue with anything Deshaun Watson uh, was accused of. Um, and while that might be incomprehensible to some, well, I mean, that's we all have different points of view. But when you have been as bad as they have for as long as they have um, for all the faults that they, the Haslam's have had since buying this team, the one thing you can never accuse them of is trying to win. They, they, they have spent money to lose because it might help them win down the road. They have spent money to win and it's not panned out. Uh, they, so, I mean, This was a unique situation. Deshaun Watson, from a football standpoint, is one of the best players in the game, and he was available. Kareem Hunt, one of the best players in the game, became available because of off-the-field behavior, and trying to win football games here, folks, so... Let's bring them in, see if we can work with them and help them out and make them good citizens of the community, et cetera, et cetera. And they're gonna win us some football games. And the same approach, Jimmy Haslam said it today. You know, it worked with Kareem Hunt. We're confident it's gonna work here with Deshaun. Everybody deserves a second chance. And and so when I'm not saying they were desperate, but when you feel like that's the missing piece to your team. And that missing piece comes available, and you do the is the juice worth the squeeze evaluation. They made it very clear, in spite of every negative headline that's been written for the last four to five months, in spite of every criticism that has been in print or on talk radio or whatever uh, social media, it's all worth it to them if Deshaun Watson comes in and, and wins them a Super Bowl. It's the 100 or even gets them to a hell the team's never been to a Super Bowl, so even they get them to a Super Bowl. You know, it, it'll it be worth it to them so long as he does not get into any more trouble.
1: All right, let's get back into some of the other headlines because um, the first game of the season got super interesting behind the scenes today. And, you know, uh, that wasn't even close to a headline today. So we'll talk about
2: popcorn yes. ready. <laughs>
1: Hang tight more. It's always game day in Cleveland straight ahead. If you like what you're listening to, why don't you uh, subscribe to the podcast? We love having you on board. If you want to be a part or if you have questions and you need us to answer, go to Instagram or Twitter at Gameday CLE. We move forward next.